So, this is the self-development with tactics. Book. So today we're once again going to talk about happiness and stoicism. So how to be happy using stoicism. And I do believe that there is quite some things or, well, I also hope, by the way, that there is going to be some things because I haven't had a look at this article. I'm very sorry. Um, uh, that there is going to be some things that are of interest to us. And uh, yeah, we're going to see. And uh, <laughs> then afterwards decide whether it is something amazing or it is not something particularly amazing. Um, yeah, so let's have a look. It's a little big today. It is indeed a little big today. So we're going to zoom out. No. <laughs> this is not particularly what I wanted to do. Plus, I want to have a plus... Well, okay, you know, let's, let's just <laughs> let's just leave it there. So, six stoic rituals that will make you happy. This post originally appeared on uh, bekadesuyo.com. I don't know what this is, um, but, but yeah. Anyway, people have enormous respect for ancient wisdom. They just don't read it. Funny thing is, we are more likely to live happier lives when we visit the classic section than the self-help easel. So how do we get the skinny on what 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 blah, blah. so how do we get the skinny on what one group of brilliant dad guys, the Stoics, had to say? Well, for that I called my friend Ryan. Ryan Holiday is the best-selling author of The Obstacle is the Way and Ego is the Enemy. His new book is The Daily Stoic 366 Meditations on Wisdom, Perseverance, and the Art of Living. And yeah, um, he is an author, but he, I think, originally is... This fucking thing is bothering me quite a bit. Um, he originally... Quote-unquote originally, so what means originally. But he is actually a journalist. And, uh, yeah, he's doing that thing. You know, he's doing that journalism thing, or has been doing it. And I think he was actually also quite successful doing that. I don't know. I just... You know, I would have to look that up. Uh, so his Wikipedia page, probably. But, yeah. So far, it's so good. So what can a guys who invented the toga party teach us about living well? So let's go to it. Events don't upset you, beliefs do. You get dumped by someone you're totally in love with, feel sad, God yes, the world is going to end. Okay, some scenario, but afterwards you find out that person was actually a psychopath who killed their last three partners. Feel sad you got dumped? No, you are thrilled. So clearly getting quote-unquote dumped getting quote-unquote damned is the important factor here what changed nothing but your beliefs if you lose your job and believe it was a lousy position and believe it won't be hard for you to get a better job you're unfazed if you what if you believe it was the greatest job ever and believe you'll never get another one that good you are devastated of course emotions aren't random they follow from beliefs so here's ryan this is now a quote just to let the people on the podcast know. The Stoics are saying there are no good or bad events. There is only perception. Shakespeare encapsulated it well when he said, nothing either good nor bad, but thinking makes it so. Shakespeare and the Stoics are saying that the world around us is indifferent. It is objective. The Stoics are saying, this happened to me, is not the same as this happened to me and that's bad. They're saying, if you stop at the first part, you'll be much more resilient and much more able to make some good 
out of anything that happens. And I think it is totally the case. It's all about beliefs. And all of the motherfucking things that happened to me in the past few days or weeks or whatever you want to just uh, call them, it is all about perspective. It It is all about perspective. Yeah, okay. Um, I might be having a monotonous life at over the past few days and things haven't been that nice and I haven't been enjoying things that much. But other people are fucking dying at this fucking moment. So yeah, <laughs> what's the point? You know, what is your point? Um, yeah, it is fucked up. But still, of course, easily said and uh, not that easily done. So yeah, fuck that. Skeptical sound too simple. Guess what? You couldn't be more wrong. This part of Stoic philosophy was adapted by famed psychologist Albert Essel or Ellis, I'm sorry, to form cognitive behavioral therapy. And I knew that I know this name because I've also been talking about him on a podcast as well. There is a few videos about cognitive behavioral therapy or CBT. Uh, They're pretty good as far as I remember. But yeah, so which is now the dominant method for helping people overcome problems ranging from depression to anxiety to anger. Most of the bad feelings you have are caused by irrational beliefs. Next time you're feeling negative emotions, don't focus on the event that you think quote-unquote caused them. Ask yourself what belief you hold about it, that event and then ask yourself if it is rational. If my, dump, if my partner dumps me, I'll never get over it. If I lose my job, my life is over. If I don't finish reading this post, the writer will hate me forever. Well, no. <laughs> and this is the part and, and or the thing. It is not rational, it is very irrational. So only the third one is true, the other two are irrational. And that is why you get anxious, angry or depressed. Revise your beliefs and you can't change your feelings. Even if they dumb me, I can meet someone else. It has happened before and I got over it. To learn more from Albert Ellis about how to never be frustrated again, click here. And I might also actually check that out in the other episode that I'm going to record. So you're revising or whatever your beliefs to overcome sadness and anger... Awesome. But what about when you're unhappy because you're worried about the future? I think, you know, by the way, just I I had to think about like, you know, he's saying, okay, if you want to overcome sadness and anger, just quote unquote, just, I don't like just in a lot of ways, but, um, but ask yourself about the beliefs that you're having over these situations that you're in and maybe also write them down by the way, you know, because we, we think we, more clear if we are writing things down if we're just thinking and or talking to ourselves then then we are not that um also concise and not that that strict and also not that that on point you know because if you're writing something down you really have to just uh, i don't know make up some thoughts and you really have to think about it and you really have to um I don't know, you really have to understand what the fuck you're thinking about to just form proper sentences and stuff. Control what you can, ignore the rest. You know, the serenity prayer? Gods grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and wisdom to know the difference. Reinhold Niebuhr came up with it around 1934. The Stoics were preaching that basic idea, oh, about 2,000 years earlier. The Stoics were really big on control, but they were not control freaks at, a, at all. A key part of Stoicism is just asking yourself, 
Can I do anything about this? If you can, do it. And if you can't, then you can't. But worrying achieves nothing but stress. And so here's Ryan. What the Stoics are saying is so much of what worries us are things that we have no control over. If I'm doing something tomorrow and I'm worried about it raining and ruining it, no amount of me stressing about it is going to change whether it is whether it rains or not. The Stoics are saying, not only are you going to be happier if you can make this distinction between what you can change and what you can't change, but if you focus on your energy exclusively on what you can, you're going to be a lot more productive and effective as well. For example, um, breaking up with somebody, uh, something that's, this is why I'm talking about it, uh, yeah, you can't change the person, but you can totally uh, think about this particular event in a different way. And you can also just make it or do a lot of things to keep yourself happy and and passionate. This is some things that you are, are in control of. You can make yourself happy. Yeah, indeed. You know, meet people, do something with your friends, care about your family, care about your passions, do some work, whatever it might be. Um, I don't know. You can do something about it. And this is the point. You can't do something about the other person that broke up with you. You can't just uh, change this person. You can't uh, get this person to do something. You can just, you can deal with the fact, you know, you can deal with your thoughts and you can deal with your perspective and you can deal with how you think about things and you can deal with what you're doing all day motherfucking long. And yeah, nothing quite else. So here's a quick visual to help the point across, uh, help to get the point across. I'm sorry, Asian wisdom one. So the picture is unfortunately missing, but anyway, you know, Amor fati. Love your faith. It's actually a very good one. And I still haven't... This is what I'm going to do today. Have to do today. Quite. And some other shit. What do I also have to do? Hmm. Well, um, if you don't have control, worrying won't make it better. And going back to the first point, it might be a good idea to ask yourself what your belief is that's causing you all this worry. Yeah, it is probably irrational. To learn more life hacks from a variety of Asian thinkers, click here. So, sadness, anger, and worrying are irrational responses, and they are not the right way to react when things happen. So, what is the right way to react to stuff that doesn't meet your expectation? Accept everything, but don't be passive. This is the only. Uh, this is the one everybody has trouble with. Nobody likes the word accept. We think it means give up, but it doesn't. Let's look at this. Uh, let's look at it this way. What is the opposite of accept? Deny. As in denial and nobody ever recommends denial. Albert Ellis told people they would be much happier if they removed the word should from their vocabulary. Should is denial. You're saying your expectations deserve to override reality. My kids shouldn't be misbehaving. Newsflash, they are. Traffic shouldn't be this bad. But it is. It shouldn't be raining. Say it louder, complaining might work this time. Denial is ir irrational, and as we just learned, irrational beliefs are where negative emotions come from. So the first step is to accept reality, but that doesn't mean you have to be passive. Yeah, at this point in time, it is actually, well, it is not raining, but it's been raining just uh, yesterday and I think the day before and also just up to this point. Um, but guess what? You know, I could do quite a lot of things. I could if I wanted to. So... Yeah, I could if I wanted to. And this is also a point. Like, I don't know. Like, it is raining. 
well, there's a lot of negative things that I can see in uh, the scenario of it's uh, raining. But on the other hand, I can also just see a lot of good things. Well, I'm not going to feel bad for just being at home for quite some time. Um, I can just tidy up my room just because of me not feeling bad because I'm at home all the fucking time. Um, whatever it might be, like there's a lot of benefits to it just raining outside. There's a lot of benefits to just whatever, but we just have to see those things. And we have to think about these things and we have to recognize these things. But once again, yes, easily said, uh, but not that easily done. Uh, you accept the rain. It's here, denial and shoulds won't change anything, but that doesn't mean you can't grab an umbrella. So here is Ryan. Acceptance to us means resignation, but to the Stoics it means, or it meant, accepting the fact as they are and then deciding what you're going to do about them. The problem is that because we have expectations about how we want things to be, we feel like acceptance is settling. When in reality, we have no idea what could have happened instead. This awful thing might, might have saved us from something much worse. Or maybe this is going to open us up to some new amazing opportunity that we can't uh, yet conceive. The Stoics are saying, let's not waste any energy fighting things that are outside our control. Let's accept them, let's embrace them, and then let's move on and see what we can do with it. Next time things don't go your way, don't deny reality. Accept it, it is here. Then ask if you have control over it. If you do, do something. And if you don't, ask if your beliefs are rational. And or just search for the things that you are in control of. As I said, I mean, if somebody breaks up with you, then yeah, you can't control a person. But you can control what you do on a daily basis. You can control your thoughts. You can, um, yeah. So basically thoughts and actions. This is what you can control all ways. You can always control your actions and your thoughts. Uh, what anybody else is thinking, of course, you can't necessarily control that or not directly control that. But yeah, anyway, so that is how you go from it shouldn't be raining. We can't go to the park. The day is ruined to, yeah, it's raining. No park today. So let's see an awesome movie. To learn the neuroscience behind mindfulness and another ancient happiness technique, click here. All right, uh, we have covered a lot of stoics stoic methods for beating bad feelings that covers defense so let's talk about offense how do you improve your life choose whose child you will be <laughs> i know i know that doesn't make any sense at all hold your horses i'll explain everything we've talked about so far happens in your head and as we have learned that is where the problems usually start but if life's gonna get better we need to learn from other people you're not alone in this world uh, you have so much to learn so much to learn from others, role models, mentors, and Seneca, one of the big cheese, uh, Jesus, I'm sorry, of <laughs> Stoicism, got the point across with this beautiful quote that I love. We like to say that we don't get to choose our parents, that they were given by chance, yet we can truly choose whose children we wish to be. When I spoke to Anders Ericsson, the professor who came up with the 1,000 or 10,000 hours theory of expertise, he said the first step in being better at anything, and that includes life, is to find a mentor. And so, and so he is, here's Anders. They need to talk to somebody that they really admire, a person that is doing something in a way that they would like to eventually be able to do. Have this person help you identify what it is 
that you might need to change in order to be able to do what that other person is doing. Interview that person about how they were able to do it and then have that person help you identify what it is that you can't do right now and that are the steps towards reaching that desired level of performance. Next time you face a challenge, think of someone you admire. Research shows asking yourself what would X, Y, and Z do can have powerful positive effects on your behavior. Um, yes, indeed. Quite. To learn how to find the best mentor for you, click here. Role models and mentors are great for helping you be your best. Uh, but how do you make sure you're actually improving? How do you know you're making progress towards being the best you? A good question. You know, maybe write it down. Maybe have a journal. Maybe have some sort of spreadsheet. You know, where you just also uh, write down how you're feeling and stuff like that, so, you can, so that you can see over time. Well. On this day, I felt good. So what was I doing on this particular day? On that day, I didn't feel really good. So what was I doing on this particular day? Just an idea. Morning and evening rituals are essential. Plenty of research so shows that rituals can really improve your life. What type did the Stoics recommend? Morning rituals and evening rituals. One to get you ready for the day and the other to reflect on how things went and figure out what to improve. And so here's Ryan. The Stoics thought you should start a day with a ritual of reminding yourself that you're going to face or what you're going to face. Marcus Aurelius said, this is a very uh, famous quote, today the people that you face will be, and then he proceeds to list basically every negative trait you could possibly encounter in the course of a day. This is not pessimistic, he's saying. Now that you know this, don't take any of it personally and try to understand why people might act this way and forgive and love them for that. The Stoics believe you start the day with a meditation of what's uh, to come and then you should end the day reflecting on what has transpired and what can be improved. Yeah, because there's always something to improve. Maybe you have been wasting quite a lot of time on a particular day. Then it does make sense and it is a good thing to um, try to solve that the next day. Maybe you haven't slept that much. Maybe the next day you're going to feel like, well, hmm, today I'm going to sleep more. The Stoics didn't believe in perfection. They felt we are all work in progress. You can always be getting better. And as Seneca said, as long as you live, keep learning how to live. To learn the morning ritual that you uh, that will keep you happy all day, click here. Very clickbaity, but yeah. Um, okay, we've learned a lot of Asian wisdom, so let's round it up and get the final tip that science agrees is one of the most powerful happiness boosters. Uh, the sum up. So here's how Asian wisdom from the Stoics can help you be happier. Events don't upset you, events don't upset you, but beliefs do. Only the end of the world is the end of the world. Control what you can, ignore the rest, worrying never fixed anything. Accept everything, but don't be passive. Nobody recommends denial, accept and then do something. Choose whose child you will be. What would Batman do in this position? Question mark. Morning and evening rituals are essential. Plan for the day and then reflect on the day. Marcus Aurelius classic book meditation starts out kind of weird. He mentions all the people who he feels indebted to for having helped him. It's basically a gratitude list. The Stoics were big on gratitude. In fact, in meditations he wrote, don't set your mind on things you don't possess as if they were yours, but count the blessings you actually possess and think how much you would desire them if they weren't already yours. Pretty uh, good thought, by the way. A few thousand years later, research would catch up with him on that one. Studies show mentally subtracting cherished moments from your life makes you appreciate them more, 
makes you grateful and makes you happy. So what if I never met my partner? What if my child was never born? Wow, I'm so lucky to have them in my life. What if I haven't started a podcast and I wouldn't have a podcast right now? What if I... Uh, a funny story. Uh, on the quite first day of school, or the second one, uh, I went up to a guy and said, well, hello. Um, or something, how are you? I just don't remember it that much. <laughs> or exactly. And um, he obviously was a little bit like astonished and and stuff, you know, because <laughs> who the fuck talks to me? But I knew because I, I've seen it, seen, seen it, yeah, seen him the day before. And um, actually sounds like a love story, but it's not. Uh, I've seen him, the, seen him the day before in my class, actually. And so I went up to him and be like, well, you know, how are you? Uh, I didn't actually know why. It's a very interesting thing. It's a very, very, very interesting thing that I did that because I just normally tend to not do that. Um, but yeah. Now we're getting tired for whatever reason. Uh, but yeah, the, the whole part of the story is that a very dear friend of mine. So shout out to you. I appreciate you uh, really from the bottom of my heart. Nothing else to say. Uh, you don't need that shiny new thing in order to smile. Take a second to appreciate all the shiny things you already have that aren't so new. New is overrated. Sometimes ideas from thousands of years ago are all we need to be happy. And yeah, today actually, um, by the way, feel pretty good compared to days before. Um, but I'm going to see. I hope that some of my friends are just going to have some time today to just do, do, do something and I would appreciate that but yeah but yeah but yeah but yeah but yeah but yeah it is what it is well anyway so this is by the way the end of the article uh, I hope that you've gotten something out of it I do think that I've gotten something out of it even though um, once you got the basic stoic things you just quite do not necessarily have to go through more because because yeah I know it's it's repeating itself uh, relatively often, I would argue, but I'm fine with it. I really am. And yeah. So, 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 so. Well, I wish you best health of happiness and also success, and also hope that you're gonna remind yourself and you're gonna be remembered, which basically means your legacy and basically means just being a nice person and then being remembered as a nice person, which is a pretty fucking cool thing. Um, three other questions that we have for you are, why are you here? What are you trying to change and what is bothering you the most? These three questions are hopefully going to show you your purpose and maybe even a business idea, which is a pretty fucking cool thing. Yeah. Another question that I'm having for you is, what could you say, particularly say, that is really going to change your life and that is really going to change... Um, yeah, that is really going to change your life. That is really going to change, uh, well, change other people's lives. You know, what can you say to other people? You know, what compliment could you give? What what, what, what could you say? This is a essential question. What could you say? And yeah, with that being said, I'm hopefully going to see you the next time. Bye-bye. Please stay healthy. Please stay safe. And yeah, bye-bye.